0: Very excited to have our guest on today, Mr. Lionel Marciano. Lionel is an incredibly talented manager that manages some very, very big artists, uh, most notably Black Coffee, the music DJ career of Virgil Abloh, Blondish, a handful of other different tech, tech house, uh, Afro house DJs from around the world. Um, I think he has an incredible perspective that we're really happy to dive into today because I think Black Coffee, I mean, when... Lionel started working with Black Coffee. Lionel was a promoter and buyer at a small club in Paris. It was a credible, really cool spot. But at the time um, when they booked Black Coffee, this was one of Black Coffee's first international gigs ever. This is over ten years ago. Flash forward ten years, now Black Coffee is getting played and booked to headline and play on main stages at some of the world's biggest dance music and music festivals. Is um, collaborating with major artists as one of the hottest and biggest residencies in Ibiza. Um, so a lot of artists and managers think it's all about shortcuts and having this one hit record. But I think Lionel's story and the ascension of black coffee that we're really able to dive a lot into today. Um, is just a testament to the fact that it, this is a game of persistence. It's a game of constant improvement, learning relentlessness. And I think Lionel has grown a lot as a person and he speaks a lot through this journey and, and how he and black coffee have been able to grow together. This one's also just very close to heart for me as I've uh, been able and fortunate to be able to work on kind of the digital strategy and content side of Black Coffee's career for the past three years in collaboration and under kind of the leadership and teamwork with Lionel and Lionel's team. So I think even just in those three years, too, it's been amazing to see the the progress in, with Black Coffee. I think he's um, really, I mean, even outside of just this three year span, it, has gone from this local star, I mean, it, to kind of a, a bubbling local DJ in South Africa, to being one of the most famous and looked up to people in South Africa, to now being go from playing at underground clubs around the world to having headlining shows at major concerts, major festivals. Um, outside of Black Coffee, I mean, Virgil Abloh, uh, incredibly influential person. He helps manage his DJ and music career. Um, I think. Lionel's perspective on how to manage, on how to grow, on how to approach and what to focus on in developing an artist's career is super valuable. So really excited to dive into this episode today. what do you think, Jordan?
1: Well, I always like hearing from other managers because one, every year that you're managing, you learn so much. And Lionel has so much experience that he had a lot to share, not just for the aspiring manager, but also for the aspiring artists on just how to think about your career, I was really excited to have him on because all I want to do is learn every single day. And when we have people on this podcast that do what I do and they do it at a much larger scale, I feel like I am truly learning equally as much, not less than, not more, equally as much than the listeners who are listening to this podcast. So I'm really excited. I was really excited to get him on. You know, I, I, you could tell during the episode and I'm really excited for everybody to hear it.
0: Yeah. So, without any further ado, Mr. Lionel Marciano. Lionel. Yes. We've been been waiting for this episode to happen. Excited to have you. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing super well. And thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, man. Of course. We're very excited. How's your, uh, I know you recently left New York for uh, Austin, Texas. How's that been?
2: I'm not supposed to say it. It's, uh, you know, because whenever I say that I'm in Austin, people are are like, what? But for what? So then I have to explain it. And it's almost like I have to justify myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So because we work, uh, we work uh, about brand and hype, I felt like maybe it's better not saying it. Yeah. But to answer your question, <laughs> I'm fucking loving it. That's amazing. That's you know? awesome. And I'm so happy. And that makes me uh, being uh, uh, so excited to be uh, here with you. Because yeah, yeah. whenever I'm on the road now, I understand why I'm doing this job, mm-hmm. and also because when I'm coming back home, I have a balance. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's just uh, way better for me.
0: Yeah, that's amazing, man. You know, um, cool. And I know it's been it's been a fun week so far in uh, New York this past week. Uh, oh, Trevor yeah. Noah, Drake party, yeah,
2: and more and more and more and more. And more. Yes, done, done, done. It's amazing. You know, it's amazing, and it's um, it's amazing because, and it's fascinating. Because um, I really believe about the, the power of the dreams mm-hmm. and the power of the visions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, It's been said many times, you know, like there are books about it and you know it on TV. But it's crazy how true it is, you know, when you dream about something and when you, you, you visualize it and you're waiting for it, mm-hmm. it's fucking coming, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's surprising when it comes. But when you look and when you think about it, you're like, well, you, you know, it almost like it was written. Right. You're preparing you, for it. Yeah, you know, and, and this is why today I felt like I had to, to acknowledge that. Because I think uh what is very important, according to me, um, at 40 years old, that's how old I am, is that when something happens that you saw or you Visualized before Or that you dreamed When it's coming um, Be Be in the moment present Be in the present And acknowledge it mm-hmm. You know uh, Be grateful But also be like Hey This is crazy It was written It works I'm so happy Yeah Let's dream bigger now Yeah You know right, right, um, right, right,
1: right, right. Yeah I, um, I actually had an experience like that With one of my clients We were at um, We were at a Claro show Last year at Music Hall of Williamsburg. And I was like, "Look, man, we're going to be in here next year. I'm telling you right now, we're going to be in here next year." And then he's like, "No, nah, man, I don't think people really buy my buy my concert tickets to be in this venue. Like I just don't think my music has that much mass appeal." So we put it on the the routing and it's it's sold out in 3 days. And uh he didn't he didn't take any time to acknowledge that. So we were, you know, it's funny, we were just getting ice cream and I was like, "Hey, you know that venue you said you would never sell out because your music wasn't mainstream enough? Well, you sold it out in 3 days." Like, wow. take some time out
2: to just accept that moment, wow. you know? That's crazy. You know what? Everything you just said now uh, is really what I'm going through as well. Like, uh-huh. I always say, you know, we're going to be there in one year. Or I, yeah. I usually use the word, I'm smelling it. I yeah. smell it, <laughs> you know? I can smell something It's going to happen. It's going to be our turn. Right. So I'm glad, you know, we are like two managers here. Mm-hmm. And we basically have the same… Uh, um in in intuition instead yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, right you right, know
0: exactly. uh, great right, man right that's awesome no and i think um i mean obviously we've been spending a fair amount of time working on black coffee for the past couple of years but your story with black coffee goes way further back than that i think black coffee has gotten to great heights recently and i mean i think you are per your point being very grateful present in the moment but doing so from a place of like you're not losing sight of the vision. You're you're still, there's still a lot to build. So can you just talk and kind of set the stage as to when you first, how did you first come across Black Coffee? And then how did you guys start working together?
2: Yeah, amazing. And when was that? Yeah, so that was about 12 years ago, 10, 12 years ago. I think it takes us to 2007, maybe. I mean, we are in 2019. If you remove 12, what would that be? 2019 minus 12? Yeah,
0: 12, yeah. Well, Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Okay, yeah,
2: so we met in South Africa, right? And um, <laughs> and uh, we met in South Africa. Uh, back then, um, uh, had a I had a recording label mm-hmm. called uh, Real Tone Records. Mm-hmm. By the way, it's still the same name of my agency, uh, my my management company. But it was called Real Tone Records. It was a, a, an underground house um, label, right? And. Um, I met him uh, in Johannesburg Mm -hmm. and um, uh, because I was doing a workshop, a panel about the art of mastering uh, because I was a sound engineer as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, um, there was a conference called South African Music Conference. And you know, those kind of conference where the night you have uh, shows, and during the days, you have uh, panels. Mm-hmm. You know, those type of mm-hmm. yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, one of the panels was like, hey, uh, show us uh, the craft of the mastering. Mm-hmm. And I was a nerd. I was a geek. Yeah. yeah I was yeah, really yeah. into like analog gears mm-hmm. and mastering. And right. that was really like my job, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was basically doing this panel in front of a, an, an audience of mm-hmm. maybe, I don't know, like 50 kids… And uh, so I was invited for that, mm-hmm. right? And that's when I met uh, Black Coffee during that period. And he gave us a, a, a CD back then with a song um, called Even Though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I mean, he gave us the song because he was maybe, it was like, hey, you guys want to release it? Right. And so when we came back, we heard the song and we were like, oh my God, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. And that's basically how the, 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 the relationship um, um, got going. Right. So I would say it comes from a recording label point of, you know, angle at the beginning. Mm. But, you know, um, I was also managing a nightclub and I was a promoter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, when, basically when, you, when you're 24 years old or 23 years old or 25, whatever, and you know... You love this job. Yeah. You want to do everything to make right. it happen. Right. So you do everything. You yeah. have a label. You you are a DJ. You <laughs> are a sound engineer. You are a promoter. Um, you know, then you do… A, because you're a good promoter… Uh, a, a, the, the, the boss of the club is going to tell you… Hey, yeah. you have the best night. I want you to manage the club. So you go for it all the mm. way. And so… You know, once we released the song, it was amazing. It was like really like a, a an underground soulful hit, right? Mm-hmm. In New York, and played by the the, the biggest DJs. You know, uh, then uh, the the next question was like, "Hey, uh, would you want to come and play at the the club,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right?" And the club was like a, a very famous club. It was small, but we w- this club was like. Um, Legendary, yeah. Okay, this is because, in Paris, yeah. It's called the June, and uh, you know, I was doing the programming there, right? right? right, right, right and right. Uh, and um, so, and it was a legendary club for a certain type of music, what we call the soulful music. Mm-hmm. You know, like basically soul songs yeah. within the house, mm-hmm. right? Right, right, right? And it was the mecca mm-hmm. for that, That's awesome. right? And so, you know, we booked Natty, yeah. Uh,
0: not use black coffee.
2: Yeah, black coffee with a team of promoter uh, that was actually running the night, and uh, and he came and he blessed us with a, a, a performance, right? And uh, but remember, back then, um, you know, um, the business model was like you know was not a lot of money. It was no bottle, no table. It was basically three hundred people. Three, 200 of them were not buying alcohol. They were drinking water, mm-hmm. you know? And so it was really on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. But it smashed it. And, and what's funny is that in order to have him coming, and since we didn't have a lot of budget, we had to find another show around in another city that would be ready to share the cost of the travel, mm-hmm. right. right? But we're talking about a fee, a DJ fee of 600 euros, which is $650. Wow. And a travel, you know, economic travel. Like, yeah. like you know, that cost maybe… Uh, Changed a, 12, a lot
0: in 12 years. That, you
2: know, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, God. <Yeah. laughs> no, but like, you know, so we had to share everything. And so, basically, we gave, we find another booking in another town. And so, anyway, long story short, he played in Paris. And the day after, he went to Lyon. Which is the second town, the second city in France? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, it burned Paris, and then I called the guys in Lyon, and I was like, "Hey, how was it? You know, wanted to have their feedback." Right. Lionel, he smashed it. Mm-hmm. So then, at that moment, we were like, "Oh my god! Oh my gosh! He's a tiger here!"
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah.
2: so, has the that's how the the the, the relationship um, started. Right. You know, I was like. Listen, Nati. uh, let me help you with the bookings. Yeah. You know, and we started like this. So recording, a bit of recording, a bit of bookings. And then there is an expression in France that says, appetite comes while you eat. Mm -hmm. So as, you know, we were on the road, we went and figured out, how we would structure it Mm -hmm. step by step, months after months.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. That's how it started. That's amazing. Um, I feel like what's cool too is, I mean, flash flash forward 12 years. I mean, now he's got his own residency on a prime night, one of the biggest clubs and one of the biggest party destinations in the world at Hyabiza, and selling out major venues, hard ticket shows. So many people, See and think of this on a like a one, two, three year scale. Like, is he going to break? Like, oh, it's been two years. I think. Can you speak to the patience and persistence that you've had? Because I feel like that's. Uh, the, I mean, twelve years in, you're really now just hitting this major spike, and I'm sure there's been like little moments of progress throughout. But I feel like a lot of people aren't approaching it with that long term perspective.
2: Yeah, you know, yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, for me, it's an algorithm. Okay, it's an algorithm. And every artist has a different algorithm, mm-hmm. you know? Some artists are going to grow um, step by step in a very conservative way, right? But they're going to do it on a longer scale, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And when they hit a climax, like a, 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 some kind of a, of a high level, then they may not be interested in growing more all they're going to try to do is to maintain that mm. momentum and to be and to subscribe in uh, a 15 years, um, uh, 20 years, uh, um, um, how can I say, career mm. uh,
0: uh,
2: algorithm. Right. Yeah. So, you know, but that a type of artist, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have other type of artists that for many different reasons, the algorithm is different. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And one thing I feel like, I mean, having worked pretty closely with you for the past couple of years, you're, you think deeply and are very strategic in regards to specific decisions that other people might just make quickly. Uh, I won't talk about like specific venue names, but I recall that there were like certain venues regarding New York shows that you like held off on because you felt like him playing at that venue would have been too expected. So you're constantly looking at different ways to, to go outside of the norm and keep people on their toes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. But that's, that comes back to what I was saying. I'm trying to mirror the moves on the dreams of black coffee. Mm -hmm. As a manager, I'm not here to, how can I say? Black coffee is a leader. Right. He has dreams that are very clear because mm. he makes them clear, not in a in a in a uh, bossy way or not in a in an aggressive way. Right. But he's very quiet and and you know and very you know with you you know him very well. But his dreams are clear, mm-hmm. and you know all you need is to follow the visions, follow the dreams, understand the DNA, his background. Where he's coming from? Who are his role models? Mm-hmm. You know, who, you understand? You know, and once, once you understand that, all you need is to draft uh, uh, a skeleton, mm-hmm. uh, 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 you know, that mirror mm-hmm. that reflects his dreams. Right. Does that it make sense? where he wants to be. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so when basically holding off on a venue is because... I'm just rem- I'm just like taking a moment to remind or to recall what are the dreams? Mm-hmm. Are we still on track? Right. You know. Right. Uh, um, you know. Are, right. You know. Is it? Is it? Does it matches? Does mm-hmm. it match? Does it match with where we want to go? Is that? Is that going to help us? Right. If it's not, I would rather wait. Right. That, does it make sense? Yeah. For sure. So, yeah. You know, I think that's something. Um, you know, we've talked
1: about it on this podcast before, but that a lot of artists don't necessarily understand when they come to me and they, they want me to manage them. It's, it's almost as, you know, this mirroring that you're talking about where you mirror the dreams. It's almost as if they want me to make the dreams. You know, yeah, exactly. that happens all the time. It's 100%. like, you know, I'm, I'm making music, but I don't know what I want. Maybe I'll get a manager. The manager will help me decide what I oh, want. Yeah.
2: You know? 100%, man. You're so true. And you know what? This is what I always say you know like um it's it's really like you know he, we have is someone incredible mm-hmm. you understand and and for me um um the 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 service that I deliver the work that I deliver is really um scaled on 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 his you know on who he is because at the end of the day is the one who uplifts me. Does mm-hmm. it make sense? Right. Who who, who triggers my right. my my appetite right. for work and success. Yeah, right, does it yeah, make for sense? Sure, for sure. You understand? I, I really think it's a human uh, relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does it make sense? Yeah, yeah. You you understand? And 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 the way the way he manages his people, like it almost feels like, you know it, it, give, it gives you so much confidence and so much respect that it's almost like if someone throws you in the water, but you don't know how to swim. But suddenly, you swim super well. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you go super fast. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, 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 fucking, yeah. You, know. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? For sure. So that's you know that's how I see it. So mm-hmm. that exactly match with what you said. You know, it's he it has dreams, you know, and I follow the vision. Right, as simple as that. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. If you had to distill. Um, I mean, I think a lot of the people that are listening to the show are um, managers and artists and artist teams uh, tend to be in kind of like mid or earlier stages of their career. Like, what do you think are some of the most important things to to focus on in the kind of the earlier stages of the career? Or, and even just looking back in your experience and helping develop and grow Black Coffee, like what are some of the things that you're you're really glad that you did focus a lot on? Because I'm sure that changed. And I'm sure a lot of the stuff that you put a lot of attention towards at first, you're like, this is just a major waste of time.
2: Uh, yeah. So, so for me, for the artist, there is two two entries here. There is for the artist, mm-hmm. and it's for the manager. Correct? Mm-hmm. No. Is that did I mm-hmm. understand the, the question?
0: Yeah. I mean, for sure. And then ultimately, like as an early stage artist, whether you're the artist or the artist team, but I mean, I guess yeah, both sides. Because I, I mean, you as an aspirational manager too. I mean, you've grown a lot beyond just the work you've done with Black Coffee too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So as a manager, as a manager, I think it's, you need to put the hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry to, maybe if you were expecting something way more, uh, bi- <laughs> you know, biblical yeah, and yeah, yeah. crazy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right. You need to put the hours. Yeah. Okay? You need to put the hours, you need to work hard, and you need to um, be confident in what you do. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, and, you know, f- for, for us, we come from the DJ side, Mm -hmm. okay? From the DJ world, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And um, something that is very important and that worked well for me until now is that I know what is a good show. Mm -hmm. I understand very well the business model of a show. Uh, I understand very well the language of promoters. Mm -hmm. Uh, I understand very well the language of billing, Mm -hmm. of growing a crowd, of um, GA, bottle, um, guest list, vibe, um, Mm -hmm. good people, understanding the crowd, venues. And as a DJ manager, I think um, that what made me successful Mm -hmm. until until now right right? Right, right. and i and and for for me i think the the reason um i know a lot about the 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 dj side and the the performance side Mm -hmm. is because i've done that job Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. you know i've been a a buyer Mm -hmm. i've been a dj Mm -hmm. um i've been Uh -uh. a party guy
0: we gotta, mm-hmm. we gotta dig up the, the line Lionel DJ oh says. Oh my god, you
2: have some uh, some uh, interesting stories online, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, you know, but anyway, so I've been part of that. Mm-hmm. It's my uh, it's my uh, language. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? For sure. So um, that, according to me, in a DJ life, um, what I think the most important is the performance. Right, right. Yeah. You know, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, today things has been changing. I think now the content yeah, becomes yeah. like, you know, yeah, because yeah. I feel like right now, uh, you, there is two performance going on. Mm. There, are, there, are the, there is the performance going on on stage. So let's say you're playing in front of uh, 4,000 people, mm-hmm. but technically you also perform online. Yeah. And you perform, the, the, the audience online is way bigger. Right. So I think you need to know how to perform on stage
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: and you need how to perform online.
0: That's interesting. And
2: so that's the new evolution for mm. me. You know, I like that framing Sam's like yeah this like, music I'm to I'm my like, ears bro take, I gotta
0: take that down yeah,
1: You know right. For sure So no And I, I always say on Knox website And I, yeah, <laughs> you know I always say
2: I don't give I always say I don't give a fuck Of what's gonna happen tonight Right What I want Is that we fucking Look good online Yeah mm-hmm. You understand yeah, Because yeah. the thing is And especially about Ibiza Is that you Okay you're gonna play Tonight In Ibiza It's gonna be cool There's gonna be 5,000 people God bless Cool. But I am convinced that you have maybe a million or two million people who do not want to come to Ibiza Mm -hmm. and would rather stay in their living room. Right. But they want to follow what's going on. Mm -hmm. They're curious. They want to see you live. Mm -hmm. They want to hear. They want to see what the other people are saying. Right. And you need to feed their appetite. Right. You know? And so... You know, so that's where the game is. And I think when we went to Ibiza the mm-hmm. first year, yeah. I think that's what we understood well. Right. I think we, we, we went very strong on content. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Thanks to you. Uh, can I say it here? Yeah, please. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, uh, say it again. You know, <laughs> thanks to, to you. I think we, we did, we, we, we put it, You remember, we, mm-hmm. we did so much online. Yeah, we, for sure. Like produce like, Movies, yeah, right? you know, yeah, like, yeah, everywhere. like movies, like with like HBO trailers, yeah, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think that was a major help, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. I would say live performance, understanding the way it works, and I would say then after, um, the, you know, understanding the content, and right. and that's something that black coffee mm-hmm. as. Always been very good at. And and by the way, you you, you all need all you need to do is to look at his numbers. Right. Like he's 2.3 million. I think in the techno house world, uh, there's no one like this. Mm -hmm. You know, and because he's he's been he's been a a Facebook and a Twitter and an IG, uh 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 artisan advocator from day one, Right. right? You know, right. Um anyway. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to the content
0: side, I think it's interesting from my experience too, because I think we're constantly refining and trying to adjust the performance. But it's interesting too, because I feel like you guys, even in the techno house space and Black Coffee has been so much more proactive than other artists in that genre. And I think it, as a result, like he really has been building a lot of momentum.
2: That that definitely helped. That definitely helped. Um, I also think he has, um, and that's the advice I will give to uh um that's to the to the talents now mm-hmm. to the artists you know uh so to summarize on the managers i will say make um uh find your your craft and become extremely good at it right an expert right you know you know so when it comes to to shows, I think I am one mm-hmm. uh now for an artist right I would say and that's something i i, I You know, um, that uh, Black Coffee has always said, but also Virgil, manage your craft, find your formula, Mm -hmm. you know, tune it, work Mm -hmm. it hard. Right. You understand? And I think Black Coffee has a craft. Oh, yeah. He has a formula. Yeah. And that's, you know what I mean? And, And that's crazy because to go back on the June back then when he played for the first time, um, he came He did very well I told you he smashed it But to be quite frank It was not a smash As he's doing now As he does now On regular basis Right He came You know maybe one of his first show abroad So he did well But he was not happy Right And he was like Okay I'm gonna go back to my country I have a lot of work there Yeah and at some point, I've got, I'm gonna have another opportunity to come back, right? But I'm gonna do way, way better because mm-hmm. my craft,
0: yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 I yeah. need
2: to, I need to work more, right? And when he came back a year after,
0: it mm-hmm.
2: came with a uh, with a really like um, he had studied, yeah, he had uh, make his craft, the craft of you know that he has now, right? These these formula. You know, and that was like really like a smash on the the second time. And so I really think for an artist, Mm -hmm. especially for a DJ, since this is what I'm specialized in. You have a lot of DJs out there, a lot, you know, but some DJs, they don't even have turntables home. Like I've worked with some artists in the past. Like when I was telling them, do you have turntables home? No. But, so what? So you playing and you want to have eight, 10 gigs a, a, a week Yeah. but you don't have turntables home and you're buying records every day. Are you a jukebox or are you a performer? <laughs> if you have a performer, you need to fucking rehearse, man. Yeah. You're not a jukebox, you know. I, you know, jukebox, you're not going to go anywhere. Uh, we call this a jukebox or, or a, a, a bag, a record, a bag of records. Mm-hmm. Of, of you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean—a recall bag. Right, right. So that's another game. Mm-hmm. Today, um, uh, uh, in 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 you know, you DJs that plays on bigger rooms and that has like twenty shows, fifteen shows a month are performers. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean. So you have Mick Jagger. Right. who goes on stage and, and break everything and he's a lion. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to be as a DJ? Right. You know what I mean? Right. You need to be a performer. And in order to be a performer, you need to rehearse. Right. And in order to rehearse, you need to, you know, you need to, it's like if you basically want to drive, yeah. but you never drive. Right. How are you going to be able to drive? Right. Does it make sense? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So for me, For artists that want to be a successful DJ, work your craft, rehearse, you know. And if you decide that you're going to play a record every weekend, a different record. Right. So at least make sure you know your record. Right. And rehearse the series. Right. You know, because otherwise you're going to be lost in your records. Right. And you you know what I mean? And I I think that's very important for a DJ. Yeah. There is many other things though, but that's, you know. For I sure. actually think that
1: um, it's pretty relevant for a lot of artists. I know, I know, Love Renaissance, the the record label, um, they signed an artist, Black, who's doing really well right now. Yeah. Uh, over a billion streams on his last mm-hmm. album, and they, you know, I remember an interview one of the founders was saying where people would come up to them and they'd be like, "What, like, what was your secret? What did you do to get Black so popular?" Like, when 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 we saw him, they would say when we saw him perform years ago, he already seemed like the seasoned vet he is right now, and it's because they put a lot of uh, effort into making sure their artists rehearsed. It was like a thing that people didn't… They don't really pay attention to, especially for for, for, for like singers, R&B singers, right? Like you don't think, oh, you got to go home and like rehearse your performance. It's like, you know, you have to make the music that's going to get the streams. But they made they made Black go home and rehearse his performance. So by the time the music, you know, was there, he already had the, the quality of performance that he needed to turn those fans into super fans when they got to the
2: show. 100%. You know? yeah you know but you know it's uh, easier to say than to do so uh, let's be humble you know everyone do the best they can Uh, uh, you know but but the good news is that if you work hard and you rehearse I think you can uh, you can do very well and sometimes better than people that potentially are more talented than you Yeah. Right. You know, we all know that, right? Yeah, for sure. You know. One thing I want to
0: dive into, and I think um, you personally have grown a lot as a manager and your team and organization too. And I think uh, early on, right when you started managing, it was probably just you and Nati. Um, Now you have a solid, now you have like a full team around you, other co-managers. I mean, it's it's a small army. Yeah. Um, can you talk about how you've gone about kind of building your team and, and what you feel are like some of the, the key elements of a management team as you start
2: to grow? Yeah, so that's, you know, I, I'm not a master at that, yeah. okay? So, I was very confident when I was telling you about uh, performance. <laughs> you know? But I'm glad now you corner me with something else where I can be humble and tell you that that's something I'm I'm learning every day. Yeah. Okay? So, human resources, uh, uh, Team leadership, management—you know—it's very important, right? right? So obviously, um, we have a bigger team now, and I think um, um, you know we're doing well. But I'm learning every day, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, like you know. Um, and but there is one thing that I'm proud of, and and I think that's also that's a signature, like a craft. I am extremely passionate, as you can see. Yeah, 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 uh, now Some no. people. <laughs> some people say that I'm intense. Yeah. You know, which no. is true. <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, you know. But I'm really passionate about what I do. You know, and uh, the good news is that I'm also a, a good salesman. Yeah. Right. So if you if you take passion and sales and mm-hmm. you put it in a cocktail, you know, and you shake, you know, when it's time to talk to a, a new team member mm-hmm. or someone young who wants to start mm-hmm. or learn this game, I think I can convey a good energy <laughs> right. and I think I can train people. Yeah. And because I will explain, I will always explain why and because I love my job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I've done a, a lot of mistakes um, with like learning how to, to you know, to build a team. When I say a lot of mistakes, not bad mistakes, but we, we we learn. It's not like I've never done a school for that Mm -hmm. so we learn on the fly right right Right. but you know but i think what um made me or made us going through right is that we i speak with my heart right right because i love my job and if someone is telling me hey i want to work because i want to learn you know, so I'm telling him, guess what? You are the best place. Right. You know, we're going to, we're going to teach you. You're going to learn. And I'm going to so happy to tell you the stories and the tricks right. and the tones and the little, you know, uh, the little uh, uh, techniques, yeah. right. you know, yeah. on, right. how to, to bluff, right. on how to you uh, to bluff, on how to, you know, you know what I mean? To negotiate. Yeah. I just love, it, you know, right, so I right, think right. I can convey a good energy. And Brilliant. I think that what. That's what makes the, 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 the harmony right now. You understand? Totally, totally, totally. Because, you know, you know very well in the entertainment world, it's not like a nine to five. No. You know, you don't get like advantage or like incentive. Like if you work at Delta Airlines or with all due respect, you know, uh, uh, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, So I guess the people who comes on board or who wants to come on board, they know that yeah, but what they want in exchange is to learn mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And to grow. yeah, and I think I
0: can deliver that. That's amazing. Yeah. And management,
1: you know, can be a thankless job. you know, you um you really have to take time out like you're saying to appreciate the wins um for you and your artist. But I think something that I learned like pretty early on, and that I try to teach my interns, um in addition to constant feedback, positive feedback and negative feedback, and you know everything in between. It's that you're not, it's not always going to feel like, you know, when you're done a project and things are done the right way and they're done in a great way that somebody's going to be there to like pat you on the back, especially in management, in my opinion, you know.
2: 100%. Um,
1: And I think a lot of the times, um, in my experience, your team are the people that actually help you build that morale between releases, between projects. So a great sign, a good sign of a good team, in my opinion, is also people that have each other's back, not just you know, productively, yeah. but they also have each other's back to make sure that they can get through the day because it can be tiring, you know.
2: Well, so. Oh yes, oh yes, I agree one hundred percent. It's like, you know, it's definitely a team a team job, mm-hmm. you know. And um, let's be clear, this game is a competition. Yeah. That's the funnest part, though. Yeah. yeah. That's the well, funnest I mean, I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but but it's a competition. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you, you want everyone to race along with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you you know, you you know, we are a team, we need to help, we need to anticipate, we need to help each other, we need to anticipate on things, we need to ask ourselves questions. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And right. uh, yeah.
0: I, I feel like um one common lesson you hear amongst entrepreneurs is that get further along in their career and start to reach like levels of quote unquote success is uh, I mean, just persistence through the face of like crazy adversity when it seems like it just might not work out or you should just give up. You just keep going and push it right through. Okay. Can you talk, can you talk about some of those moments throughout the, this journey? I mean, I, I feel like right now, like things are, are great. Obviously it's only getting greater, but like you're having a moment
2: right now, man. Um, so, so you, know, what, what, you know, it scares me when you're telling me that. I'm like, <laughs> He's like no, of, I'm not no, shut the no, fuck no, up. no, 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 no. I, I don't see it like this. <laughs> okay. Honestly, I, honestly I, I, ref, I refuse, actually. Uh, there I, is no I, moment. You're not having no, a moment. No, I take no, it back. We, we, we work hard <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know, God bless. And right. let's, you know, we, we acknowledge that it's, we are happy, but there is so much more things to do, man. Totally. I mean, and also every time you have a victory or win, you have a, a battery of questions, new questions coming at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. you never, you honestly, you, you, you're you happy an hour and then you're like, hmm, but what if you do this and it's not going to do that? Fuck. And what if you do this and it's not going to do right, that? Right, oh right. my God. Maybe by this way, i go that way. Shit. I'm shit. Maybe I should go that way. Right, <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. you you know, that's me. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know, yeah, yeah. For so. Sure. You know… That's anyway. a great point. That's so funny. So, so, you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so… I literally… Uh, there
1: was an album release. Like my first major album release was in September for an artist that I managed. And I was like… I was pretty happy for about two hours. <laughs> two or two, three hours. So I, was, I was like… Oh, this is sick. This is crazy. And then about three hours in, I was like… Alright. Well, okay. Now we got to do this, this and that. This, this and that. Absolutely. Your know? yeah, mind starts running again. But that's the exciting part about it. That's the exciting end, so.
0: yeah, Yeah.
2: one hundred. Yeah, great. So,
0: what do you… Um, so to, and to go back to that the question then… What are some of the hardest moments that you had to push through where you, you felt potentially like giving up in this journey, in this process where you <laughs> you persevered? I, You know, I… Maybe not even giving up per no, se, but, but hard, no, hard gi- moments that no, were really tested
2: you. Gi- giving up, giving up, never. Okay? Uh, because, because you know, to do this job, you have to be a little bit crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I think I am a bit nuts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, and when you're not, you're sometimes not conscious. Right. So, God bless that what protected me to, uh, to uh, you know, to be like, I'm going to, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to give up. Right right, you know, right, right, right. I've always been eliminated, mm-hmm. right? So, no give up. But bad beats? Yeah. Yeah, I've had some. What do you want me to say? You want me to tell my bad bits? yeah, and my I bad mean, moments, I,
0: and and how you dealt with it and,
2: and push forward. What I a, think yeah, it's valuable it, it for people need to hear. You know, it doesn't need to be
1: bad necessarily. Learning moments, yeah, yeah, learning, learning mo- moments. So, learning moments.
2: learning moment, fantastic. I'm I'm going to be very uh, open about it. This summer, okay. So, the summer is probably the peak of. Uh, a DJ life, mm-hmm. and one means uh, the peak. When you say peak of the DJ life, you basically say the peak of the DJ manager life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, you know, right? right, right. <laughs> that's uh, you know, there is yeah, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one plus one equal yeah, yeah, one equal yeah, two, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so so now we are in August. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's thirty shows a month. Okay, for one for one artist. Um, uh, and then you have other talents who, do, who are doing like 15, 10 show, But anyway, they all are at their highest uh, level of operation. Mm-hmm. Okay? So what does it mean? It means that the whole team has to follow, right? And, and this summer, it was not easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like, you know, like, it was like a war. You know, when you go for an operation, you hide, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it goes it's, it's, completely south. Yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like uh, after, f- f- you know, after f- one week in August, you have someone coming back p- who cannot walk anymore. You <laughs> have someone crying. You, and you have like the whole army who's yeah. like, you, there is no army anymore. <laughs> so, you know, and, and at that moment, you, you feel sorry. Mm-hmm. You feel sorry because… You are, you're supposed to be responsible for that. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I was like, okay, we went on 150% each and it's not good. I would rather have more people mm. and we are at 80%. Right. I, you, know, I, you, know, it's, you know, it's the most important moment of the summer. And suddenly we have to do uh, social uh, work. Right, taking care of health, taking care of emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, we love that, mm-hmm. but we don't want it. We don't want it to happen in August. Why right. don't we do it in December when it's time to offer present and say, you know, for Christmas? Right. But in the summer, we have to be focused. Mm-hmm. And I think this summer, um, we, it, we won. Huh, by the way, it was a yes. great summer. It's amazing. God mm-hmm. bless. But next year, you can count on me. Um, I'm gonna I've learned so much okay right. so we're gonna be more people um, you know uh, I'm not gonna ask everyone to do everything right. everyone would stay in his lane but we will have more people you know that's basically what I told you I you know I'm learning you right, know what right. I mean for sure, for sure. so the, the next summer we're gonna be fierce we're gonna be <laughs> stronger you understand yeah, 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 Right. you know what I mean yeah, yeah, so we're right. gonna be more and ready mm mm-hmm. You yeah. Know, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, basically, y- you work hard and you cannot assume that your team will do 200% as well. Right. You know, if they do 100%, it's amazing. Right. You understand? You know what I mean? So right. I think I was, you know, uh, anyway, we'll, yeah. we'll do better. But was I clear? For sure, for good, sure, for sure.
1: Know. What um what are some qualities that you see in young young managers where you're like oh man this 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 man or this woman is about to be a beast where you just interact with them and they just give you that feeling you okay know?
2: so you know I um you know obviously I am my my craft is, has been like uh self made man yeah you know I, I I basically I'm a flea market salesman yeah. you know, I used to sell uh jeans mm-hmm. yeah and then someone in front of the jeans store like was selling records. And I told him, hey, you want me to come? I can leave the jeans and come to the records. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, he said, okay, come. And then I became record salesman. Right. So, so because of that, I like to see this in a manager, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the craft I am, uh, I am sens- sensitive. Mm-hmm. I am, uh, you know, so I like people that's going to do things. Right. You know, being a doer, being a, you know, you tell him, listen, we need to get this done. And you don't know why or how it's going to be done. You know, he's going to be able to sell. He's going to be able to get the price you want. He's going to be able to get the the billing you want. You know, uh, he's going to call. He's going to be able to um, uh, uh, use different tones. You know, uh, sometimes you have to play the tone of the, 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 the ego tones, the the the, the tough tones, sometimes yeah. you have to play the the very uh, uh polite tones where you <laughs> almost like look silly, but right. oh cool, <laughs> you know, sometimes you have to play the tone of uh the the tone of whatever. You you're not there, you're not answering. Yeah, you know, and I love you know I love uh, 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 uh young managers that understand that well, uh-huh. you know. Uh, you know, it's it's human relationship, right? So I always say, okay, when you look at an email, you know, there is many ways to write an email. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can mm-hmm. make longer emails, you can make shorter emails, but what's gonna make the email strong? Which word are they gonna use? Right. Which techniques are, are you gonna do to fish? Mm. You know, uh, and also when you talk to someone. So I'm yeah. really, I really love that. You know. Yeah. Right. That, that, yeah, for sure, yeah, for no, sure, for
0: sure. Um, can you talk about Virgil I mean Virgil Abloh uh, one of Time magazine's 100 most influential people I remember um, I, I've been a fan I think he has tons of I mean both on the fashion side his music industry I remember when you told me that you started working with him and um, helping him in some of his music uh, visions I was like Lionel you dog can, <laughs> can you talk about how, how that kind of came together and what the, the project's been like there
2: so you know, um we how did it start? Um we met on the road. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, um Black Coffee and Virgil were uh uh, uh booked to do a show together. Mm-hmm. And obviously um I was at the show. Yeah, and that's how I met Virgil, right? And Virgil was very clear as well, you know? Mm-hmm. Um that that goes back to black coffee. Right. Make your dream clear. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And that's I I guess that's what I need me to be to do my job yeah. well, you know. As exactly what you said earlier. You know, tell me what is your vision. Like, I don't wanna have it for you. Right. You know, and, and we'll deliver, we'll try. But you know, his vision was I'm a DJ before being a a fashion designer or mm-hmm. a designer, right?
0: His vision was to be a DJ no, before. He
2: is a DJ, right? right. Okay, yeah. He's been Intro. A, his first love, yeah, yeah, is DJ. Interesting. He's a he's a music digger, right, right, right. right. He's like uh uh like a serious music digger, mm-hmm. like uh uh you you know, and but you know destiny in life. Uh Destiny made that the the design and the art and the fashion, you know, picked up first. Mm-hmm. Right? That's you know, God bless him. Right. And he did very well. Huh? Yeah, right. we're, yeah, yeah. we're not gonna go there because this is not my world. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm I'm specialized in music. Mm-hmm. Right. And but his vision was I refuse to abandon. My first love mm-hmm. just because the second love picked up first. Right. Right. Okay. Right. So this is who I am. And this is what we need to do and what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's very clear. Yeah. Um, and then on the top of this, what's going on for him on the on the fashion and on the design in the last two years was spectacular. Right. right and what i love about talent is that the craft they have is so particular is so unique mm-hmm. is so in a way niche because it's it's never been done before mm-hmm. right but because it's so powerful it goes across the you know across you know it crosses over right mm-hmm. and that's what's going on on Virgil as well. Yeah. You understand? Because Virgil today uh, was able to perform a Coachella stage, you know, Mm -hmm. playing hip hop very, you know, with a lot of texture and grain. And at the same time, uh, dark techno, alternative Mm -hmm. beats, all of them, you know, Assembled in a very alternative way. Mm -mm. I mean, we're talking about indie music. Right. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, having like kids jumping, you know? Right. And kids who've never heard that techno before because it doesn't play on Spotify. It doesn't play on radio. But his charisma and what he represents allows him to go beyond... Mm -hmm. Right? Does it make sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense. And that's what I really love, Mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, again, for me and for my team and I, you know, we're really happy and proud. But again, full credit to Mr. Virgil Abloh.
0: Mm -hmm. You you understand?
2: What a vision. Yeah. How sharp he is. Mm -hmm. And again, as a as a human being, you know, and that's what people doesn't understand about man- the relationship between managers and, and artists. You know, I can tell you about that. You know, I'm actually the one learning from, I'm learning from them. Yeah. You know, like, they, in, they are, uh, they are extremely aspir- like, like human being, the, the way they are able to, to stay humble, the way they are able to treat their people even at the highest level of pressure, you know, the way they are able to not micromanage, uh, uh, cut the the unnecessary wording, Mm -hmm. uh, um, having tons of different conversations at the same time, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? On WhatsApp, Mm -hmm. while being on the road and having three hours of sleep, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And day after days, Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, this is just uh, exceptional to be able to learn from them. You understand? Yeah. So again, I'm very happy, but, you know, I'm lucky that I was on the road and that I met Virgil. Yeah. You know? For sure. Uh, But honestly, the power comes from them. Mm. Right. I really, really, really believe that. Right. Yeah. Really believe that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, i do not sure if I, if I answered no, your no, question. No, I think,
0: yeah, definitely. You no? It's it an interesting uh, place. Yeah, yeah Seems yeah, sure. No? Okay, um,
2: good. Speaking <laughs> of relationships,
1: um, something that I had to learn fairly quickly is how close do I get to my artists. Yeah. So um, I've seen relationships with their managers… Um, artists' relationships with their managers get so symbiotic, like so intertwined into each other's lives it actually broke them apart. And it was like a horrible breakup. I've also seen people be way too informal with their artists, where they go, they they talk to them as if they're just, it's just like partners, business partners. That's it. How do you draw that line? And so, you know,
2: yeah. So that's first of all, this is great that you go there because that's a a fact. Okay, so um, I believe in positivity. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I don't want to discuss about dramas. Right, Right. Right. Uh, remember, we, we say we have a vision and the vision you think, you, you desire it, it's burning and it comes. So let's, talk about, let's not talk about drama. But right, right. the relationship is, is everything, yeah. right? And you have different type of mm-hmm. managers and mm-hmm. different type of relationship. So obviously, while listening to me right now, it's easy to understand what kind of manager I am. Right, I'm all about the energy.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm all about the passion. I'm all about… You know, uh, smelling good things, dreaming good things, sending love. You know, I need to be close to the artist, you know. I'm not, honestly, I'm not doing this for for the money. I'm doing this because I love it. Mm-hmm. And for me, when we have a success and suddenly I have the call with the artist to share the success. That's what I love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, I don't think you want to be too, I think you want to be, you, you need always to remember that when you work with top talents, top artists, they are the boss. Yeah. Okay. So yep. you can be cool. You can say some word and slang and you can use bro sometime. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cool. But only if they allow you to do this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, but they are your boss you understand? So you yep. basically uh you know you basically present options to them, mm-hmm. but you always make sure that you're not corner corner anyone with like assumptions. Right. It's more like you have options, yeah. Uh and you made it you make it in a way that all they need to say is yes or no. Yeah. You so basically not only you bring options. But you basically ask a questions that needs to stay open. But at the same time, it, it, it doesn't need to be too open where they have to write uh, 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 100 words. It needs to be open, but uh, also uh, th- that can allow them to answer very quickly. Yeah. Does it make sense? Yeah. yeah. So, um, so that's one tone. And, the, and, you know, they are the boss. You, you need to be, to be polite. You need to respect their zone. You know, you you need to be humble, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you know, and even if you share some beautiful moments, sometimes on the road, some fun moments, right, right, right. you never close your eyes. <laughs> you are always here to deliver a service. Mm-hmm. You are here for them. You can do the cafe, the coffee, you can bring the bag, you can clean the shoes. You can uh, uh, you can cut the steak. Uh, you can bring the food. You can clean the car. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, right? You go all the way. It is extremely important. Does it right. make sense? It's a, it's a work. So you know, and th- that's for me a very important. I don't know right. if I answered the question. No, you a, did. You definitely you know, did. I think you saw it. No. Yeah. Uh, in
0: What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think it's inter- I mean, obviously you guys have a super close relationship and friendship, but at the end of the day, I think, um, I mean, I think you have, you bring a, when it comes to distilling decisions and presenting things to him, like you've done so much thinking around the decisions, around the presentation that the options yeah. have a, a a very like strong layer of thought on top of them too. So it's, it's, it's not just like, you can do this or this. It's like, We've thought about everything we could possibly do, whereas most people are doing this. We think you're presenting unique, new ideas, and yeah. I, I think that is this. where one plus one equals five.
2: One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. But it's yeah. I want to add something else as well. It's like um, those, you know, like um, big, like artists in general have a, a, a some kind of a sixth sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um which allow them to feel right and to have instinct or intuitions mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and you know um when it comes to virgil or uh or uh black coffee or even Blondish or even other talents, mm-hmm. you know when they have an intuition, lean on it right, you know. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Right. You know, put your, put your money on it. Totally. If suddenly your talent is saying, <clears throat> you know, not feeling it up, right? You, you take this very seriously. Totally. Mm-hmm. Right? And, uh, you know, sometimes I'm like, hey, uh, I'm calling an artist and I'm, hey, you mm-hmm. know, been thinking about it, but I need your, I really need your vision. Mm-hmm. And when the answer comes in one minute, you just go for it. Right, you know right, I mean? right, 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 So I really believe in intuitions, mm-hmm. and you know, and and uh, and that's what I always look for. Yeah, you know. So as 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 much, I mean, I, I I try to bring options. Yeah. Sometimes I know the answer on my own. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes I'm 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 you know I'm 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 delivering it in a way that the artist needs to guide us. Right. Because he has right. a sixth sense that you don't have.
1: You, totally. you don't
2: understand? What do you think of that? Yeah, no, I completely
1: agree. I completely agree. I mean, there are a couple of things that I think I actually learned recently that you talked about, which was one, setting up the question where it's open-ended enough where their vision can still guide it, but where it's, it's sort of like a yes or no, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I have a lot of questions for my artists all the time, just like every, every manager does um and i think over time the list of questions in my head for the artists have gotten smaller and more precise so going to the artists with things already thought things already thought out um strategies potentially already that we could do so by the time they see it they can either add to it or completely scrap it you know but um letting them focus on their craft as much as possible and then coming with the highlights i think it's something that i'm have i've learned like yeah. pretty much this True. year you know True. um but when they do When they do give you that feedback, an artist could talk for thirty seconds and you have you have everything you need to to move forward. Yes you know, yes. it's like it's crazy sometimes. that happened to me earlier today. I was like, "Hey, so what do you want to do for your YouTube content plan? Like I th- you know I got these ideas, maybe we could do this. There was three sen- he said three sentences. I want to do this, this, and this, and this." On every video, and I was like, "Oh shit, I got it. Okay, cool. Done. Yeah, let's 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 move."
2: That's so that's yeah. so badass.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and me, it's the same here. Like uh, we had this major uh, uh, residency uh, offer, right? And uh, you know, as managers, you need to you know, managers you have a um, you have a um, you you have a, a sonar.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right?
2: To anticipate on problems. Yeah. But the, the, the problem is that you don't want to be anticipating on problems too much because by focusing on problems and on negativity, you you attract it, right? Yeah. But at the same time, this is your job as well, right? Yeah. So, but sometimes you're stuck there, mm-hmm. right? And I love when I go to see the artist, you know, and I say, listen, there is this residency uh, opportunity but it's kind of massive it's a mountain mm-hmm. uh what do you think should we do it yeah but and suddenly you get this answer yes we do it mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay so at that moment you know the artists m- make a big favor to you. Right. Because now you know that you are on a mission. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, but like what happened? Exactly. Did you take the decision or he <laughs> took the decision? No, you didn't take the decision. He just took it. Right. And yeah. you follow. So that's where I'm that's where I'm co- I'm coming back now to the visions, mm-hmm. you understand? Right. And and I'm 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 lucky and grateful to work with talent mm-hmm. that have visions. Right. You understand? Totally. And I am at their service
0: is that if without the vision is that a big turnoff for you when it comes to kind of who you uh, who you work with yeah yeah if you don't feel that that deep vision or lead it like leadership yeah. factor it's like eh, this probably won't work
2: yeah yeah i'm um, like that's something i i really need you yeah. know like uh i really need a vision i you know i can, i cannot do drop- you ever, do you ever see managers that uh try to
0: be the visionaries and try to lead their artist's career? And do you think that, yeah. is, that does not work?
2: Or, or yeah, no, it, no, it can work? No, I think… I think it, you know, I think… It, I'm sure it, 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 it… I don't want to say name. I, I, I do have names. But, you know, I, I, with, I don't want know, to spill tea. You know, <laughs> you, Do you? Have, I mean, I'm sure, you know… Jordan. I, <laughs> I, I, don't, want to, I don't want to say… No, no, no. I, 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 I'm, what I'm saying is it does exist and if it works it works i mean i think at the end of the day you remember it's a it's a you know it's it's a it's a marriage it's a wedding you know when i go home and i see my wife you know i am uh you know i admire my mm. wife because she has things that you know i i re- i re- rely on you know right. you, mm-hmm. you does i yeah, 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 rely sure, on sure, you yeah. know and and so it's the same here it's a humane relationship, right? Yeah. And you, you basically uplift each other. Right. Do you understand? Yeah. So, you know, um, you know, like, for example, um, you know, I, I'm fascinated by long-term manager artist relationship. Mm-hmm. Once they pass 15, 18 years, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's just a, a beautiful proof of stability of, of, of you know what I mean of mm. commitment of you know right and uh, so I'm sure you know there are some artists who basically outsource <laughs> the vision to their manager mm-hmm. you 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 understand right. right right and you know and God bless you know if it works it works mm. you know I'm only speaking from for who I am right 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 right, 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 right. um and uh you know, once once the vision is very clear, once the talent and the craft is there, and once you have also those humane relationships that allow to work in a calm way, that's uh that's uh orgasm Yeah, yeah. You know, like for you, sure you 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 basically it's like, you know, it's orgasmic. Totally. Yeah. totally. you know. Yeah. Um uh,
1: I've seen I've seen man I've seen a manager Well, actually multiple managers and multiple artists the artists will have the vision and then the manager will try to say their own vision and then they butt heads and yeah. eventually split up. Yeah. That happens like consistently. I've seen that all the time. Yeah yeah yeah. So
2: yeah 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 I agree 100% you're right. Yeah it's yeah.
1: like the the manager wants to be the artist or something. I I I have no idea where where that comes from, but they just try to it's just too much vision for, for one person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's like right. too much going on. I've seen, yeah. I've seen them split. And I've also seen the manager and the artist both not have any vision and they just sit in stalemate for like years. Yeah, I've seen that too. Wow. Yeah.
2: Really? I've, ne- I've never… I've seen that. Yeah. That's like… A...
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. So as we come to a close, what excites you most about this world? I mean, you've been a music fan. I mean, in the game for a minute. What do you love? What excites you? I mean like
2: it- I me I you know what? You know what I love? I love selling. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's great, like, you know. I love selling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love telling my stories mm-hmm. and trigger uh, you know, like trigger like uh, uh, excitement. Yeah, yeah. You know? Also yeah, yeah, yeah. for example, I use like like I use like biblical sentences, you know, <laughs> like Um, you know, I, you know, you, you remember that that character in Pulp Fiction. Samuel H. Jackson yeah, yeah, when yeah. he's about to, to shoot 20 bullets. Yeah, at, yeah. But before that, he, he, he goes... This, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah he does yeah. talk. You know, I, you. Would, <laughs> you know, but on the positive side, I yeah, would say, yeah. but like, you know, when I sell, I, I use like reference to Moses, to the tribe yeah. of Israel. What were you talking you about, <laughs> about like part yeah. in
0: the Red Sea. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so I
2: go, I go very far, you yeah. know. I, I use like, you know, I... But the truth is that <laughs> I'm not a scammer, right? Right, I, right. I, I, I say it because I believe it. Right, you know? right, right, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, what is, you know, I always use the word, the word prophetic, mm-hmm. right? Prophet, you know. And sometimes when I sell the artist, you know, I use references to Moses. Right. You know, he's going to guide, he's going <laughs> to. But that's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Uh, so that's what I love. I love that. And uh, what I also love is um, um, thank you. I love the thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or not that way, but like, hey, we killed it. Yeah. Wow, badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those words, like when you're telling me this, mm-hmm. I melt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I can go barefoot, naked. Under the rain and and run forever right. yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I become your soldier. Right, you understand? Right, right, like, right. A, oh, like, a, oh my, oh, we killed it. Uh, I see you next week. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. You know? Not not maybe the thank you because the thank you there is something. Uh, it's, I erase that, but but more the the acknowledgement of some kind of a of a happy moment. Right, you understand? Right. That's I that's what I love. Totally. So selling and the and the moment with your artist when you basically uh, rewind the what happened. Right. Uh the good. Right, right, right. Does it make sense? Yeah, makes perfect sense. You know? Yeah. Um that's what I love, man. Cool, man. Okay. Olano.
0: So great to know you, man. Consider you a true friend and uh, it's been a Fantastic
2: conversation here today. I hope I didn't say too much. No. Yeah. Oh, and I'm going to have a scandal tomorrow online. Yeah, or yeah, okay. We'll no. find out. You know, No, but if, <laughs> if, if, you, know, if you find out, you're going to remove it immediately, maybe. right? Maybe, yeah, okay. maybe, maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> uh, it depends how many, how many streams we get. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, okay. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah for sure. Course.
1: Loved it, bro. Loved it, man. Yeah, it was great. Lionel's like one of the most passionate managers I've ever run into. It's honestly really inspiring, honestly, because he's been working in it for so long. And it's so easy to get burnt out doing something like this, too. But he still seems like he's in the beginning of his career. And I was very evident with the way that he spoke about things and even the way he strategizes. He's still he's still very humble in his approach. You can just tell. Yeah. So, you know, as a manager myself, I definitely not only took gems away from what he was saying, but his attitude and his yeah. attitude towards his career yeah. and even his attitude on teaching others how to manage, you know, mm-hmm. saying that when you come to my company and you want to learn, we can do that. Like right. I'm here to teach you. I love teaching this. This is what I do. I love this so much
0: that I'm willing to teach other people, you know, for whatever. Yeah. So. For sure. Now it is the success that they've Lionel and Black Coffee and Lionel's whole roster and his incredible team, I mean, the kind of the joint effort and success they've all been able to have is amazing to see and to continue to see. So, I think, I the humility that you alluded to, I think the persistence; these are all just different traits that I think are so foundational and important to really having a successful and kind of sustainable and lasting career in this industry. And I think, um, I think Lionel and their story is a true testament to that. So. Can't wait to see what they continue to do Um, and really think his perspective and the tactics, all the stuff that we discussed is just invaluable. I'm going to have to put this one on repeat myself. For sure. Well, thank you guys as always for tuning in. Really appreciate the support. So um, if you haven't already, please go ahead, drop a review. Um, Helps us understand what we're doing that you like things we could be doing better um and if you have any ideas on guests or different topics never hesitate to reach out on instagram at music business podcast until next week we out